episode number 29. Welcome to the Getting Unstuck podcast, where you'll laugh, empathize, and learn how to turn your stuck spots into sources for energy and positive change. And now your host, the creator of the Stuck Method, Shira Taylor-Gura. Welcome, my dear listeners, and thank you for tuning in today. I'm so grateful to you for choosing to listen to this podcast. I wanted to start today's podcast by sharing with you the places where the listeners of this podcast are in this world. I've done this several episodes ago, but the listenership is growing around the world. And I just thought that if you are listening to this podcast, you may find it interesting to know who else in the world is as well. So in the United States, people are listening from California, Texas, New York, New Jersey, Virginia, Maryland, Illinois, Florida, Pennsylvania, New Mexico, Massachusetts, Georgia, Washington State, Oregon, North Carolina, Arizona, Michigan, Ohio, Colorado, Idaho, Utah, Washington, D.C., Delaware, Alabama, Wisconsin, Nevada, Connecticut, and Louisiana. Those are the top places in the United States. So if you're listening to this podcast in the United States from a state I didn't mention, it's probably because there aren't many people in your state listening to this podcast, at least for now. Now, outside of the United States, people are listening from Norway, Australia, Israel, Canada, the United Kingdom, India, Uganda, Nigeria, Japan, Germany, Spain, Ukraine, South Africa, Finland, Sri Lanka, Ireland, Belgium, Sweden, Cambodia, the United Arab Emirates, Netherlands, New Zealand, Colombia, Vietnam, Cameroon, Bangladesh, Poland, China, Philippines, Egypt, France, Portugal, Brazil. Oh, I'm embarrassed. I don't even know the name of this country. Mauritius? Mauritius? Oh, if you're listening there, please email me and tell me how you say the name of your country. Korea, Romania, Singapore, Bosnia and Herzegovina. Italy, Algeria, Croatia, Austria, Rwanda, Ethiopia, Slovakia, Switzerland, and Lebanon. Wow. Is that not the coolest list? I don't know. To me, I think that's just so cool. So to all of you who are living in those areas, and to any of you who live in an area that I did not mention, I thank you also for tuning in. But more than that, just think for a moment about the impact that all of us together, if we're really practicing to get unstuck in this world, think about the impact that's having on this world that we all live in together. It's just mind-boggling to me if you think about it. If each of us, every single day, is taking one small step towards getting unstuck, can, can you just imagine 
the world that we could live in if we were all challenging our beliefs, if we were all taking on new perspectives, if we were all ready and willing to consider maybe letting go of our stories so that we can not only feel better ourselves, but also impact the people in our lives and hence the world. Can you just imagine? Anyway, before I go and share a story with you, I also would like to share with you an email that I received last week from a listener in Chicago. She wrote, I wanted to write and tell you how much I appreciate your podcast on mornings. I am not a morning person at all, but I've realized that I must get up and have the time in my mornings in order for my day to go well. I loved what you had to say about being ready to receive the day. The last two weeks, I've been making an effort to go to a Zumba class at 6 a.m. I even told the teacher that I had to give her $20 if I missed a day, Monday through Friday. It's been a game changer. Everything seems to go better when I go to Zumba in the morning. So that's a small bit of progress. Thank you so much for sharing yourself in your podcast. I love how you are not always the hero and how you work through things. I'm glad to have a partner like you as I begin my unstuck journey. Thank you so much for that email, listener from Chicago. And by the way, what she is referring to is episode number 26 on embracing your mornings. I am so glad that that episode made an impact on you. And I don't think it will ever cease to amaze me how this world of technology that I am so privileged to be living in works. Here I am sharing my thoughts with you on what is working in my life, and there you are on the other side of the world being affected by my life in a positive way. We, that listener and I, and everyone listening to this podcast are totally interconnected. And I love how this podcast is unfolding. More and more people are realizing the value of this work in their lives and in their relationships. So if you are listening to this podcast and you are being impacted, like this woman in Chicago, feel free to drop me an email or leave a review on iTunes. I really love connecting with all of my listeners. So I promised in last week's episode that I would share with you the stuck moment that happened minutes before my retreat started just a couple of weeks ago. So what happened? Registration for the retreat was between four and five in the afternoon, and most of the participants came during that time. And since dinner wasn't until six, the participants had a chance to schmooze and talk and get to know one another before we went into silence. And as I stood on the side watching these women get to know each other, and I overheard one woman saying this was her first retreat and she's so excited, all of the sudden, I got cold feet. I suddenly froze. And for the first time, after hearing about this thing called imposter syndrome, for the first time, I think I really felt what that was. So for those of you who have never heard of that thing before, imposter syndrome, it's a phrase coined by two clinical psychologists in the late 1970s, 
And it describes people who have an inability to internalize their accomplishments. And they have a fear of being exposed as a fraud. People who get this syndrome believe they don't deserve the success they have achieved. Apparently, this syndrome affects both men and women equally. So I can't say I recall ever experiencing that in my life, but just before the retreat, I had those feelings. Like, who am I? Who am I to be leading this retreat? And like, I can't. I can't lead this retreat. I've never led a retreat before on my own. And I'm going to be really nervous. And I'm going to choke on my words. And it's going to be totally visible. And I just can't do this. (sighs) But I caught myself stuck. Classic stuck moment. So what did I do? I told my daughter, who was helping with registration, that I was going to go to my room for a few minutes and just to keep an eye out on things. So I went to my room, and I locked the door, and I sat on my bed. I S. I took a stop. I closed my eyes. I noticed my breath. And I just kept watching myself breathe, because at that moment, my breath was fast and unsteady, And I knew that just by watching my breath, it would settle me back down. And it did. And then T, I told myself I was stuck on fear. I was afraid to start the retreat. I was stuck on not being good enough. I was stuck on unworthiness. I felt all of those emotions in my face. And I just kept noticing my breath. And then you, I uncovered my thoughts. Okay, you ready? (laughs) Are you ready to laugh with me? Where the heck do these thoughts come from? I don't know. And why do we listen to them? Okay, so I was like, Shira, uncover your thoughts. Why are you afraid? Why are you unworthy? Why are you not good enough? Right? So when we ask ourselves, why are we feeling those emotions, we are able to uncover the thoughts that create them. So one, I said, I believe that if I stop coloring my hair, okay, which by the way, it's a story in my book, why I decided to start coloring my hair a couple of years ago. And if you don't have my book, by the way, you can download it for free, the whole book on my website. Anyway, so I said, if I stop coloring my hair so that it goes back to its natural state, which is salt and pepper, or maybe it's just gray at this point, I don't really know, then those women out there are going to have more respect for me. (laughs) Okay, that's a thought that I had in my mind. Here's another one. If I had more wrinkles, those women would have more respect for me. And the last one I thought about was, if I just wait another 20 to 30 years, so I'll be like, you know, 60 to 70 years old, then that'll be a really good time to start leading retreats. I should just wait. Yep. Yep. 
Those were my beliefs. Amazing, huh? So what did I do with those beliefs? I challenged myself, of course. That's what you do in this step. You have to challenge your beliefs because how do we know for sure that the thoughts that come into our minds are 100% true? How can we be so sure of any of them? And I looked at all of them and of course they weren't true. None of them were 100% true or even close to being true. So where did that lead me? Basically without a story. So see, I considered other possibilities, other viewpoints. I considered these women already respect me. They chose to come on this retreat because they've already heard about me or they've seen me speak or they've read my book. They already respect me. I considered, I have 20 years experience between teaching yoga, being a mindful eating workshop facilitator, practicing meditation, leading people in prayer and chanting, having co-led other retreats, managed other retreats, and have been leading Getting Unstuck workshops and coaching people one-on-one for the last few years. I have a lot of experience under my belt, a lot. And I considered I was ready. And I also considered that age is just an arbitrary thing. It really is. Actually, I considered one more thing. In fact, not only did I consider it, I physically did something about it. And this was the thing that actually got me unstuck. But guess what? I'm not going to tell you. I mean, I will. I'll tell you, but just not in this episode. Because this consideration that I took on, it's actually something that I found myself doing again today when I got stuck in a similar situation. So I'm going to wait and share that with you very soon. You know, before I go on, I just want to remind you that, yes, this is a practice. This is not a magic pill. This is something that you do in your life every day. And the more you practice it, the more you become aware of where you get stuck in your life, how it impacts your life, And the more you are going to suffer less because you're going to take responsibility for how you feel in this world. Anyway, so I did that last consideration, which you don't know of yet, and I got myself unstuck. I definitely did consider the other things too. So those other considerations were also super helpful in terms of getting me unstuck. And I walked out of my room, I went back to the group, and I had a smile on my face, and I stood tall, and I was ready. And let me tell you, thank goodness I got myself unstuck, because I was able to turn that situation around. I really could have shown those women how nervous I was, how unsure of myself I was, even though I wasn't, of course, but it could have appeared that way. And instead, I appeared confident and ready, and I gave the best retreat of my life. Of course, it was my first one, but it was awesome. Just like that, within seconds. And as we walked to dinner, I told myself, Kay, Shira, 
It's okay you got stuck on fear and those other emotions. It happens. And you got yourself unstuck. Good for you. So take a moment and think in your life, is there a place where you feel that you're not good enough? And can you consider that you are good enough? You are good enough. And the truth is, you're probably more than good enough. Can you consider that? So back in episode number 21 on systematic journaling, I shared with you how I took a solo retreat. And I said I was going to dedicate an episode on the value of taking retreats. I haven't dedicated that episode yet, but I did write a brief article on the top five reasons to go on a solo retreat. And that's been published on the Huffington Post. You can find that article of mine on my Facebook page, The Stuck Method, or on my website, where you can find all the articles I've written and interviews on other people's podcasts on thestuckmethod.com forward slash media, M-E-D-I-A. So that is it for this week, my friends. I cannot wait to share some exciting news going on in my life, which I will share in next week's episode. So stay tuned. It's going to be a very different episode and hopefully one in which you will not only tune into, but also consider helping me support this project. But that'll be next week. And until next time, I look forward to getting unstuck with you. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Getting Unstuck podcast. For more information on programs, workshops, and retreats, check out our website, www.thestuckmethod.com.